0: Welcome to The Dealmaker Show, the number one place for entrepreneurs and dealmakers to learn about leveraging and generating status, frame control, and narrative power to close big deals. Here is your host, investment banker, dealmaking expert, and best-selling author of Pitch
1: Anything and Flip the Script, Mr. Oren Claff.
0: Hey guys, you're live with Oren Claff. This is The Dealmaker Podcast. I'm going to teach you something in the next 10 seconds. About podcasts. If the introduction is, hey, this is Oren Clapp, this is the Dealmaker podcast, no commercials, no join our program, no eat our protein powder, no, th- this is our coffee, um, no, we're sponsored by uh, uh, AI.com.barbecue grill, nothing. It's just we have the pot, it's because we're busy and all we have is content. We're just going to roll through some stuff. We're busy, you're busy. I don't have time for a long, drawn-out introduction. At the risk of actually having a long introduction, I'd like to bring on David Breyer, my guest for today, who I'm very excited about talking to about branding. David, thank you for coming here. Um, you were probably going to want to leave sooner than you expected because I have some questions about branding.
1: But, but wait, 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 can I talk about my barbecue sauce first? I mean, I really, really... You know, it's just, it's the best Briar's barbecue sauce. I mean, it's like it's amazing stuff. Okay. I know. So so this is the problem.
0: Are you running an advertising agency, a hedge fund, um, a, a, a consulting firm, a public company? Or are you selling um, face cream and barbecue sauce? I don't know. Which one is it? Like people confuse me today.
1: Well, the bottom line is, is we well, don't want to confuse the face cream with the barbecue sauce because because you know they look very different. They have a different impact on your skin, yeah. you know. And so, anyway, I, I'll just that's my that's my only cosmetic tip for the day.
0: Yeah, people are constantly telling me you have ketchup on your face, you have barbecue sauce on your face, you have tartar. I don't care. I I'm too busy to even wipe my food off my face, so <laughs> um, I'm not embarrassed by it. Okay, look, we're talking about branding and. Yeah today. And I'm glad we're talking about it because really, I mean, in the scheme of things, when you're looking at growing a firm, there's Mm -hmm. a couple things that like are confusing. One, sales. Two, marketing. Three, finance. Four, branding. Five, um, uh, personnel, like recruiting, right? You get financial controls. You get all that right. As long as you have a product, you basically have a company and something will happen. But of the, So let me break down this. So sales, like, yeah, I get sales. It's super straightforward, right? Like at, at a minimum. And we we try and help people with sales and do better than like call them 19 times and say, do you want it? But basically that will work at some level. Right. It's not elegant. doesn't protect your brand. If you're Mercedes, you shouldn't do it. But right. like, you know, we see people doing it all the time. Yet there's lots of room for improvement, but you can do it. Marketing uh, is a little bit more complicated. And marketing is a real field. Because there's numbers, right? You could take out advertising. Um, you can measure response. You can buy AdWords. You have a you have a long tail on customer acquisition, and so marketing is like a real thing that people spend a lot of time, right? And then finance, we won't get into it here, but finance is is uh, in my opinion people get wrong because they do take money in, and then it causes them all kinds of problems. Finance is something people need to get better at. But at the at a basic level, somebody will invest in your company and and everything but branding now we're at branding and it it like to some and don't take this the wrong way but from some perspectives it like it, it doesn't seem like a real thing that you can control of course right and because all 99 percent of conversations that i've ever had about branding go, go like this well take a look at apple like fuck you okay <laughs> like no apple's a trillion dollar company i am a Zero trillion dollar company. Like, le- no, not taking a look at Apple. Right. Right. Lu- Take a look at Lululemon. No, I'm fucking in finance. Sorry. But so, so it, I'm, I'm glad to have you here because everybody just says, well, you know, for example, Apple. No, not for example, Apple. So, right. branding, let me finish and I'll turn it over to you, talk the rest of the time. And, uh, but, but, but branding just seems like sticky noise to me. Big dummy. Okay. Branding seems like the noisiest thing you do that is the stickiest that you're like, eh, it's different. It works for me. I'm going with it. Right. That is branding. Uh, you know, I, I sort of have to live in this world of pitch and communicate and messaging and everything like that. It is there more to branding than sticky noise?
1: Well, put it this way. So you... You, I, I, you know, and if this, it, it, I say this with all due respect. This I, I, I think if you was like the pitch man, like the deal man, right? You go, yeah, right, you go. I,
0: I made the most amount of noise. I'm the best at, it's the only thing I know. I try and do anything else. People are like, ah, I'm not going to listen to that guy. The one thing that I talk about that people go, yeah, that makes sense. Right. And I get any feedback for is pitch. So I'm, I, you know, I'm the big deal, deal maker, pitch guy, because yeah. that's what I know it's what i'm good at it's what i message is the only way i'm credible and it's where i make the most noise and where it sticks the most
1: but the interesting but here's the parallel mm-hmm. you talk a lot about framing you yes. talk a lot about about you know how to frame it how to put pitch it okay good so the thing is is if you do a pitch that sounds like everybody else you're going to fail if you Failing do a pitch Right. It's gonna be freaking percent. vanilla. No one's gonna give a shit. No one's gonna give you a shit. You're dead. Right. Branding actually parallels in that way. It was one thing that I operate on. It's the fact that different is better than better. Everybody that's coming out with a brand, as well as everybody who's going like, like who's going into pitch, like you're going in to get to come without with investment money. If you, if you sound like all the rest, you're going to blend in. You're not going to be considered valuable. It's like why should I even why should I even listen to or He's going to waste my freaking time, right? So the thing is, is that in a brand, the same way, it's like I'm going out there. How is how is a, a company that's coming to me? How am I going to help them to actually not sound like everyone else? Not have, not fail on the sniff test where somebody goes, <thudos> you smell like everyone else. You sound like everyone else. This is, why should I give a shit?
0: So, so a million percent, uh, we're in agreement. I want to yeah. start to unpack this because I think for me, the cognitive psychology or the evolutionary psychology behind this is that the, the I think we're talking the same language, the neocortex or the the part of the brain that works the hardest to solve problems says has an instruction set. Don't send me, hey, rest of the brain that eats, fucks, runs, sleeps, um, r- runs away from danger, you know, runs towards pleasure. While you're doing all this stuff, right, um, me, the neocortex, don't send me problems that I've solved before. Right. Because I expend a lot of energy and it's exhausting to solve problems. We know that. Sit down to do your taxes. Uh, right. Um, sit down to get a get a compliance exam. Sit down for, a you know, the driver's test. Whatever, right? So it's exhausting. Uh, The neocortex does anything and it's exhausting. So it has a set of rules. Don't send me problems that I've seen before. That's why when we pattern match on things that we have already seen before, it looks similar. The brain goes, I know what this is. I don't want to work hard on digesting this, solving this problem, unpacking it, putting it back together. I already know what it is, right? And I'm just going to sort of fill in the blanks And guess what it is? And I'm out focusing and I'm going to not spend energy and go back to just scanning my environment for danger. So is that I guess in my mythology, that Mm. is why things that seem similar to other things don't get attention.
1: That is. Well, to say, yeah, look, well, absolutely. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. It's like, why do I need if if I'm going to be comparing what I the only reason that you and I would ever compare what we're offering, whether it be a brand or a company. And basically reference it to something that already exists is to is to now use that as a deflection point to basically go, okay, and by the way, that that we both know and recognize is broken. Here's the new Thing that actually is going to actually repair that or turn that on its freaking head.
0: Right. So we're, we're almost we're almost somewhere. Uh, I think we want to take a couple more steps. So yep. in terms of branding, what can happen is, like, I come out with this, whatever the hell this is, right? A ninja card yep. that you stick in the thing, and it goes to it, and then the thing goes there, right? And nobody else has it, and this has, you know, eight megabytes, and, what sorry, it's one terabyte, right? And it's a solid state drive, and it's you know three hundred ninety nine dollars. And so, so that that thing sort of brands itself because, uh, as does strawberry flavored dog food that dogs will eat, right? So it's different. There, it's it's differentiated by virtue of what it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Kobe Bryant, um, the um, you know Trump. some degree you know anthony scaramucci you know i'm just thinking names but you know by by function uh um the the ford lightning right they have to do a big branding so i feel like a lot of branding and i i want to go somewhere is like it's new and it has good graphic design and i feel like a lot of branding ends up there Right. And there's not sort of a, a architecture to the brand, but it's something new. And we have to make this new thing look good. And by the way, if you really nail it, like what it is and how the graphic elements are and the tone fit together and you have a brand, like from a layman's perspective. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of things end up there self self editing, getting to a brand. I mean, is, is, is that fair?
1: That's that put it this way. That's that's the only looking at it skin deep. A, yeah, a, a brand I agree, the, the, uh, the, I, right? The, the, the greatest brands, the greatest brands are going to actually they're going to connect to you on a more you and I on a more fundamental level. It's like, why am I look? I mean, let's 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 use an example, ignore the fact that it's Apple, it's just an example of a good campaign. Okay, but when Apple did come out with the iPod. But All wait, wait,
0: right. wait, wait, wait. Every time you say Apple, I'm taking you off the air for five seconds in, in, in longer, five second increments.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm not talking about that, let's them. The iPod didn't introduce an MP3 player. What it introduced was thousand songs in your pocket. It changed the framework of the discussion. It was like, oh, I didn't have to think about technology. And the best brands of any sort, whether they're freaking startups, small or whatever, and, and, you know, it's like, I mean, like, look, I took I took no before, which is in security awareness training from startup to a billion dollar valuation in eight years based on no before. And it's human error conquered. OK, we position the factor of like we we didn't talk about, oh, blah, 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 security awareness training that are human firewalls edited and all this kind of shit. We talked about human error conquered because that's all you need is one freaking bozo in your company. So, oh. Look, oh, looks like my password's been violated. I guess I'll respond to that thing, and you go in and you reset and all kind of shit. Bang, they hack and they rip off. They they rip off billions and billions and billions of dollars every year. But it's how do you frame the discussion? How do you frame it so that people will give a shit? And it's I want to
0: know that. I want to know that for sure. So I want to. I want to get there. I just. um, I I just want to cover this topic. Yep. Uh, So if you think about. So um, really interesting. My my mom came here, moved to Southern California, where we are, and she said, "Oh hey, I'm going to uh, get a little place, you know, out in the country, but we'll be coastal. We can come visit you and the kid." She comes, looks around. God knows why. She gets a. She gets a condo, a house, on. Uh, via De La Valle, which is like the polo field, the most expensive part, the Bel Air of San Diego. But she's in this little neighborhood and there's all these American flags up, right? And so then Trump has kind of rebranded the American flag in a, um, a a very wealthy neighborhood to mean sort of the 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 right the right leaning part of the Republican Party. So she assumes, you know, that all her neighbors that have flags up are right leaning conservatives, right? Okay. And, and, and basically, she's right. So it, it that has been a rebranding of the American flag. So when I was growing up, like the flag just meant America, right? Right. And, and left, right, center, like uh, America centric. And now somebody's, you know, driving with, with the flag like over prominently exposed and you're like, ah, right wing, you know, Trump dudes doing whatever, um, uh, blocking traffic. Cause I'm trying to get home for uh, you know, on a Sunday. So has right. that been a rebranding or a reframing of the flag? I mean, how do you brand guys view that?
1: Well, I mean, you're, 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 you're opening up a hold that's got, I mean, there's been, there, there's been, millions and millions and millions of dollars of, of very highly choreographed discussions on media. No, 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 who, who the hell trusts media these days? And, and there, there are channels that are absolutely dedicated to one side versus another side. That is the result of millions and millions and millions of dollars of exposure of choreographed discussions that have shifted what this means or what that means. So I mean, look—if you—if anybody's going to throw enough enough shit at the wall, the shit's going to stick, whether it's right or wrong or accurate or inaccurate. So okay. I think that's—I think that's a, I, I think that's a different, different discussion. I really do. Okay, but let
0: me just carry that forward. And so something you know that I'm very fond of, um, uh, you know, other than chocolate is yoga pants, right? So you have you have Lululemon.
1: I'm also a fan of chocolate, by the way.
0: Okay. Well, um, you see, it's David smartly, you know, has a family and doesn't say, you know. I love yoga pants on, uh, you know, recorded (laughs) internet call. That's right. What? Hold on. Oh crap. It's my wife. (laughs) Honey, come on. It's David. You know how he is. He, he, he's a horrible person. I love you, but he's, he, he's terrible. He does these things. He makes me do this. Okay. So, okay. Yoga pants, but to, to your formula. So Lululemon And I want to get into branding formula because I'm deeply interested in it, but I I just sort of have this thesis that great brands that we see sort of haven't gone through the David Breyer method and have done massive exposure, good graphic design, good product. You can sort of get there, right? So it's Lululemon owns that space um, of, of branded high quality, yoga pay. I mean, we're in southern california you know i don't know if you're in missouri i don't think we have any listeners in missouri but anyway uh it just feels like massive exposure good product good graphic design you get a brand
1: but see but lululemon is built on a on a culture and a community and a bunch of followers that came first okay right but
0: they didn't right but we have a
1: culture. We have a community.
0: They backed into it because I feel like we look at these great brands, right? And then we try and laymen like us figure out like how we read books and everything. And I don't want to get to you in a minute. Um, this is more about the confusion. It just feels like the great brands have backed into it, and the not great brands, you know, haven't done it. And I mean, is it really a formula? That you can drive to create a brand, or is it just good product, good graphic design, and healthy, clean living?
1: No, I think I think it's that. I think there is a formula. I think it's a, I think it's a formula of defiance is what it actually is. Because the bottom line is, every day and every hour, every day there are inferior products, inferior services with inferior design that outsell superior products and superior design every day of the week, and so you go and and believe me from someone that came from design i mean that's my that you know i started out as a designer and i started to i just evolved myself through marketing and branding and all that kind of stuff to start to appreciate language and all of the bits and pieces i didn't want to just be a freaking you know a wonderfully trained musician sitting in an orchestra i wanted to be the freaking conductor to make sure there was a fucking symphony going on yeah and so and so to me i didn't want to just be the one little piece so i started looking at all the pieces And and it was very disheartening when I would see, you know, because I was like, hey, you know, if it looks great, if if it's like amazing and the typography is great and the colors, it's going to just it's the company's going to explode. And sometimes that happened and sometimes it didn't. And that was freaking really disheartening. And then occasionally you'd see a shit product, horribly designed, just shit. And all of a sudden it's out. It's out producing. It's out producing, you know, the stuff that should be doing better. So, so yeah well,
0: you're, uh, you're you're too young you know there's a problem with talking to a bunch of 32
1: year olds interviewing them and can't, <laughs> I know anything i've been doing about- this for 41 years <laughs> 41 years bam <laughs> so so there
0: was a commercial there was a series of commercials by seven up that were fantastic i mean they really nailed their brand which was sort of counterculture but it was these inner city basketball youths black dudes playing hardcore street basketball, right? Mm -hmm. And they're driven the ball and they're sweating uh, before Gatorade and it was seven up and, um, you know, they got their shirts off and they're sweating and they're, they're, they're mad balling. Right. And they really like captured this like inner city, Baltimore, a black youth culture. And then all of a sudden it goes, and one of the guys runs over and he's got this perfect Oxford uh actor accent he's like sorry 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 mate um what's my motivation here again right is it like inner city black dude sorry 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 mate right well what's my motivation and i always think about that like branding it, it, you know branding's exercise is like hey we're busy being what we are right and all of a sudden the branding conversation comes up you know and 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 we're it sort of forces us to say you know hey what's my character what am I playing here? Who right. who am I? Right. And and I call, like, I, I'm guilty of this. So, you know, I want differentiation. Yep. I want to be, um, you know, from the kind of guys who are on YouTube and Instagram and doing podcasts, I want to be seen, you know, differently, through a different lens, better. And so I'll call up my guys, my buddies in Hollywood, and I'll go, Brant, Brant, good question for you. Right, mate. W- what's my motivation? Who am I? Who am I? What's I, What have I got? Yeah. Hey, you, raw. what? What am I doing, right? And he's like, "What? What the fuck are you talking about? You're just you." I'm like, "Yeah, but I, I want to be a great. I want to be a great me." Oh, David froze, or I froze. Daniel, what happened? You can pop in. Did, hey, Daniel? Did I freeze?
1: Uh, no, it's actually uh, David that froze. Let's move David in. David either, either
0: has the world's greatest smile. And he's, he's mocking us.
1: Oh, so let's Uh, see.
0: Well, uh, you, you try and get him back and I'm going to continue on this subject. So I feel like one way you can get to a brand is to, you know, just, just continually refine these elements. Like I have a good product. We do great graphic design. We're upping the volume, the, the number of people that see the brand, and the graphic design and the voice are in alignment. So th- that's sort of for lack of understanding really how to plumb beneath the surface and create a brand that sort of seems where most of these things come from. So what I was saying, David... Is, you know, I call my buddies and I go, you know, like, who am I? What's my brand? Who should I be? And they're like, ah hey, you're orange. Like, don't worry about it. And, and, and these are Hollywood guys. So now, now we're somewhere where, uh, and, and here's my thesis and where I want you to take us further sales is a thing because it clearly drives revenue, but you don't have to be that great at it to get it to work. Okay. Marketing is very critical and has numbers attached and you can buy AdWords see the long tail revenue effect and it's you know i have friends who have 200 million dollar companies doing one thing buying keywords and selling one product a toothbrush right and so marketing is a thing that has numbers on it uh branding is something i think most people back into with good graphic design connected to the tone and the voice of the company and the product and then he sort of, a brand pops up. Mm-hmm. How can we do better than that? And so, look, uh, I'm just holding this cup here, Yeti. Yeti somehow, like, can you tell us what Yeti did? Or did they do my method? Did they do I, my I, method, to, did do my method did. or did they do your method? Okay. I would,
1: I would love to know what Yeti, how Yeti got the adoption it has gotten. I, I actually, I don't, I, I don't freaking know. I mean, it's everywhere and everyone seems to love their Yeti. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I would. I, would I know, imagine. but, but, motherfucker, you're proving my thesis,
0: not yours. You don't come no, here. No, I'm not. No, you no, I'm come not, I'm, not, that I'm right. No, no, you say that no, you and no, me you you're,
1: you're right. No, 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 no. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. What you're looking at, that's like that. That your question is kind of like going like, so, so, like, is it true that a great meal is just like everything that I'm looking at on this plate? It's like, wait, it's everything that came before that made this fucking plate possible. So the thing is, is that before we get the good name, before we get the great brand, before we get the amazing packaging, before we get the right stuff that, that gets people to go, what the hell was that? That's, that's I wanna know more about that. There's something that ha- happens earlier. And that is, it is this, it's right. So it's this thing called differentiation. Do you know, I mean, let me give you a, a specific example. Do you know that before before I wrote this sucker? Yeah. Before before I wrote this, that I which, by the
0: way, by the way, stole the colors of Flip the Script. When did that come out?
1: This came out before Flip the Script. Okay, so it stole stole them. You you
0: you knew that I was coming out with the yellow, and you're like, let me get there first to differentiate. Absolutely. No, I looked into the future.
1: I stole what you were going to do, and I came back, and I was like, okay, I'm beating him to the punch.
0: Can you get a copy of Flip the Script? just So, yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's going to flash his book. (laughs) The difference is you're like, hey, I have a brand. My book is on my desk. Like, when I'm on a podcast, I'm going to lift the book and show it to people. Like, you know, I just had to send somebody to a different warehouse to even find (laughs) our book. So I am not a – oh, here, here we go. Here we go. Thank you. All right professor. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, by the way, for the FTC and regulators, I just want to officially, uh, you know, announce that David, uh, stole our color combination, but there go ahead, go. David. Um, so, so, so
1: differentiation. So differentiation. So the thing is, yeah. is that I went to amazon.com. I went to Amazon and I was yeah. curious. I was like, you know what? I want to look in this branding thing. I want to see what, how many books there are. And this is going about, well, let's say five, six years ago, there were like 10, there were like 10,000 books. Books on right, branding, right. ten thousand. Okay, but, that would take. a were
0: black. They were all black <laughs> and white covers. So you said I do a yellow cover, and now will sell some books.
1: Well, here's Different the thing. thing though. But here's the thing, though, is that is that if you and I were to actually read one book a day, if we said, you know what, we're gonna have we're gonna have the Orin and David Book Club. We're gonna read one yeah. book a day. It would take us twenty four point yeah. six years to read all those books. Now it's twenty thousand books, by the way. Yeah. But the thing is, is that there was not one agreed upon definition of what branding was. In fact, some people were like, that's hey, what
0: I'm that's what I'm saying. We're yeah. in agreement. And until
1: until this yeah. amazingly great colored book actually came out and said, "Branding comes down to four words. It's the art of differentiation." And yeah. bottom line is, is you even use that when you're pitching? You just by the how you frame stuff, you you give it a different context. And so the thing is, uh, is that. Where brands start wrong is they go, well, what's our mission statement? What are we doing? They they look. First of all, there's the micro, which is us. There's the macro, which is out there. They're failing to look at what's out there. What's the noise that's out there? What's all the offerings and all the shit that blends into the same, all these varieties of, of brand A shit, brand B shit, brand C shit, brand D shit, brand E shit. And it just goes on and on and on. We don't need more options. We need better options. And we got to show what's existing is broken because the best brands that you know, of which I won't name any of them in case you decide that you want, bang, we're canceling it for five seconds. I won't say any of those brands. But the thing is is this, is that the greatest brands were created by frustrated customers who were like, shit, how come, how come I can't stand the options that are available there? I want something different. No one's doing it. I'll invent it. So, you know, I will introduce it to the marketplace. So it but, comes from the point of differentiation.
0: But I've, okay, yes. I mean, and I think when I start a pitch, to your point, I start it this way. Just when you think you know the answer, I change the question. Boom. And and so it has to start like that. I feel like the counterintuitive or opposite path is the starting point. Because I think we think about differentiation, you know, exactly the same. What everybody else would say uh, offends me because I have that now in my mindset. So so this is the way I think, right? I think about what I know the 19 other people that do this thing uh, um, say. And if anybody here, my organization says that, I yell at them and I'm offended by it. Right, because I know we can't get anywhere. Right, saying the exact same thing. Correct. Okay, and 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 so the next thing um, critically is, uh, uh, but but what you've said, I feel like it starts not at the uh, well. The way I think about branding is we've already made product choices. Right? We've already made career choices. We've already made value choices. We've already decided who we are, what we do, how we behave, and really what we are as a product or what, what our company makes. And I think about branding and why I'm frustrated by it is coming in on top of that and going, okay, I can fix how the world sees this. But what you're saying as a branding expert is it starts at the product level, differentiation.
1: Differentiation. One hundred percent. Otherwise, it's fucking lipstick. Okay, Who the so fuck now, needs right. lipstick? Yes. Who the fuck needs lipstick? It's like it's not. So, it's like, oh, I oh oh I don't like that color lip. I don't like that red. I wanted a little a little more cherry. Fuck you, cherry.
0: So All branding right? is not what you do with what you've decided, right? So you make this, right? and You've made. You've invested in infrastructure. You've invested in the product. You have packaging. You do something right? And now you go out and you go, Hey, we want to brand better. That's what I'm saying. That's just graphic design. Right. Right. What, what I hear you saying is the brand goes deeper and it is, is what you have now. What if you're listening to this, listening to you as I am, although it sounds like I'm talking, I'm actually <laughs> trying to listen.
1: I know that you're listening, even though your lips are moving. I know that you're listening.
0: You know, like, to the fucking Zig Ziglar. hey! You can't, you can't talk and listen at the same time. No, Zig. I mean, I'm sorry you died because I wanted you to hear this from me. You can. I do it all the time. I'm talking, but I'm also listening, right? You, it's it, like th- that is not true. Those things are not um, you, uh, uh, um, incompatible. It's like it's not like you, you can't be walking north and south at the same time. Agreed, right? Um, you, you can't. You can't be sleeping and awake at the same time, or whatever. You, but but you can talk and listen at the same. Like it's biologically possible. So all you sales and motivational people, good people out there doing the Lord's work, uh, stop telling people you can't talk and listen at the same time.
1: But the, but but to that point, but to that particular point, yeah. and I know you know this is true because you you're you're in rooms where I know. When I'm in a room and I am talking, yes, I'm talking, that occupies 10% of my attention. 90% of my attention I'm looking at what's happening in the room. Is it yeah. landing? Is it not landing? Is it, Is it resonating? Is it not resonating? And I know you know that. I know that. That's true and the best the best of us as communicators, yes, we are talking, but we are we're engaged and we are looking and observing what the hell's going on. I love
0: it. I saw a speaker do this once and I do it all the time, you know, so he's talking and, uh, you know, he's answering a question. He's talking about a subject and he just points over there, put that phone down, right. Or go out in the hallway, you know, pay attention to what people are doing here. So, and just seamless, right. And, and so you can actually use that as an amazing high level skill to, to differentiate yourself, but okay. So we have a product uh, we've gone up, we've done better design. We have a better log line. We have a better. Uh, we're taking out more advertising, and we've sort of gone through a a rebranding light exercise. Graphic design, Appleitized our website, more white space, better fonts. Uh, you know, better. You know, color. Uh, our, our own custom font, and now we have we have seventy five thousand dollars less, but we're the same product. All right. Now we bring in David. And David goes, presumably, I'm gonna put words in your mouth, hey guys, what you did was branding light. Like you did a the Apple-esque website. It was fucking fantastic. I love the gray and the orange together. Very pleasing to the eye. You know, your font, oh my God, I cried when I saw your, f- your like, uh, uh, you know, I called up my, my font producer and we were on the phone just The sand, the way the J drops just below. Oh my God, it's a spacing. Who did this? So the font, the font, I love fonts, you know. Uh, and so the, so the font is good. And the voice, you guys have sort of reinvented the voice and, and professionalized some of the, you know, goofy stuff that's in it. And it looks a lot better, but largely uh, com- compared to n- now. Get me into the language. How do I compare brands? What's the language? of brands, right? You go in and you're giving this critique. I've given the part that I understand, which right. is, you know, design and fonts and colors and gray What's the language of branding that allows us to say, okay, our competition, competition A, competition B, C, B, C um, how do we compare ourselves in the language of branding to the other people? And then how do we go down to our product and say at a product level, we need to differentiate.
1: One hundred percent. So the thing is, is first of all, first of all, um, looking at the skin is the last place I look, right? It's like okay, I may, I may go, you know, I may go I look at it and go shit. Okay, that's repulsive, and that and like a part, and a part of me just died looking at that. Okay, it's like it's like, you know, and so that may may occur, but that's like later in the chain. It's like wait a second, for. I'll give you I'll give you a perfect example. This will actually show you the the sequence. So you do the language
0: of branding, like how to branding don't talk to us dummies, talk in the way that branding guys talk to each other. No, no,
1: I don't talk that way. Bullshit. (laughs) I refuse to. I refuse to. You will notice in my book there's no lingo, no freaking marketing speak. I don't talk like that. So here's the thing. So there's there's a company that created this that created this amazing uh, furnace and climate control thing. And it, and it was like, and, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. And they're going up against the Lennoxes in the world. And they're going up against the, the, you know, all the big, all the big players. And, and, I, and I'm going, why are you using the language of the old, the, what's already been to introduce something new and he said you've already told me the technology you're using is totally different than what everyone else was using. So why the hell? So, you know, I if I now if I looked at it from what you the lens you were talking about, like if I were looking at the design, I was looking at the words, that's the later stuff. That's the re, that's the result, that's the conclusion. I never accept the, the conclusion. I go earlier and I go, okay, so we understand that it's different technology. So here's the conversation that we ended up having. I said, first of all, this is the first, this is the first revolution. In climate control since 1919, which it was because since 1919, everyone's used the same technology. OK, that's the first thing. Second thing was, I said, the technology that you use is the same technology used to detect original oil masterpieces from forgeries. It's the same technology used to actually de- to actually find new galaxies and new planets. It's the same technology that can actually find wildlife poachers and actually detect them and prevent them from doing those things. This is the technology and even forecasting where there will be hurricanes and saving billions of lives. This is the technology that now can be used to actually impact and control the climate control in your home or your office or your building. That's a totally different conversation. That's where the branding started because that's a point of differentiation. No longer are we saying, oh, Oh, Lennox or ours. Bullshit. Now we're not. It's like Lennox isn't even in the same, isn't even the same room anymore because it doesn't belong there. So, so is that's it, an example. if I interpret this is,
0: is one big element of branding, like choosing who we're going to fight with.
1: That's part of is it. Is that what I'm hearing? That's part of it. Or, or, yeah. or it might even be going, you know what? Do we even want to be in the same battleground as that? Because that's old and this is brand new. We might have to have a whole new conversation. We say, hey, we know that you've been accustomed to this battleground over here and that those have been your options up till now. And that's fine. But if you actually realize that that it fails to do blank, 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 and it's broken, here's, a new con- here's something new we actually would like to talk about. So it's changing it.
0: The... So so then, all right. But let's simplify that and take this down to a person level, because I think a lot of people. Think, and I think there's a different conversation. Tell me if you don't go there, but there's this idea of personal brand. Okay. So the question is, can this notion of branding, choosing what lane to participate in, who to position yourself against, what conversation to have, uh, can that impact your personal brand? Right. One hundred percent. Okay, give, give me for, How does personal branding work? How do you think about it you know, in your mind? Um, and, and how do you choose a personal brand? And I think what a lot of people say, is, do I have to change my values? Do I have to change how I talk? Do I have to change who I am in order to have a differentiated personal brand?
1: Again, w- the conversation doesn't start looking here at at either me or my product or my service, it's it, it's the wrong place to start the discussion. The first discussion is what the hell is the noise out there? What's going on? It's like if there's a whole bunch of talking heads out there who are all professing, like, like why does Gary Vaynerchuk stand out as a personal brand? Gary Vaynerchuk is a personal brand. Yes, Vayner, Vayner Media, oh. Vayner Sports, and all that kind of shit, but he's a personal brand. And why him? Why does he have the voice that he has? And so he, you know, he attacked branding, and as, as a, on a totally different level in terms of quantity and authenticity and rawness that nobody ever w- had gone to before. That was a choice, and it works. Obviously, you know. And so, you know, look, Trump had a personal brand. Whether you like it or don't like it, it was a personal brand. You noticed it. You saw it, right? It wasn't. Wasn't all the same talking heads that were on that stage going, hey, I want to be the president elect. Right. Boom.
0: So so, you know, Daisy Duke from Dukes of Hazard. you know, Trump, Gary Vaynerchuk, the rock, um, the the, um, the, you know, the Rolling Stones. So those ones are sort of easy to unpack backwards. But, yep. you know, a lot of people have to go to work, you know, in a company. And so they can't choose over the top. Right. They can't wear a giant cowboy hat with a feather hat, kid rock, you know, cowboy boots, you know, holes in the jeans and come in with a guitar when they work at a at a investment bank. So I'm stuck in an investment bank. Right. Right. And there's a sort of there's a dress code. There's a haircut code. Right. Uh, you know, or, or it doesn't have to be I am on a hockey team. Right. But there is a institutionalized um, standards. That people adopt and if you come in like the system too different the system will spit you out so how do you fit in but stand out at the you, same time
1: well what one is there's got to be there's got to be a culture where it actually is going to be either supported or you may find at a certain point you make part ways i mean there's one guy forget his name there's one guy this guy was like that n- scene known as the hip-hop you may have seen him have you seen this this weather guy He like, he did these like freaking like amazing break moves and dance moves and hip hop dancing. And that's what he, that was his shtick on. I know,
0: but what we're now describing is the problem with our culture and why we are going to hell, right? (laughs) Okay, go for it. Because primarily, unless you're willing to put in work without reward for a long time, the easiest, fastest way to exposure or results or satisfaction or fulfilling our human neediness for attention is massive differentiation and filling some, you know, wearing a clown hat, doing, you know, wearing a clown makeup, doing the weather with our pants off while juggling. No one's done that yet. Oh, wait, they have done that. Sorry. You know, um, right. the so so. This is sort of the TikTok, Instagram push. Is what, what is tiny it? little niche, but what tiny up. little weird niche that never needed to be done in the first place can be done so I can get some attention.
1: But let's let's take your let's take your hypothesis, which I, it, it there's a number of variables here. Let's look at let's look at Southwest. Southwest, you know, you okay Southwest. It became as a brand. It grew in part because it allowed the unique idiosyncrasies of their flight attendants to freaking get into rap, tell jokes, do all kinds of stuff, and do things that no one did before. So all of a sudden, it was like, oh. So it's, it's is the culture going to embrace distinction or is it going to be, oh, no, here's a box and you must adhere to that? Which is, bottom line is, is bullshit. Any organization that's like that, that is stoic and fixed, their days are numbered because it doesn't that doesn't allow for fluid fluidity it doesn't allow for changes and shifts so
0: but, but, but hold on but i want to hold you accountable as a branding guy so you, you can't because what can happen is you go you know we're, we're focused on a topic and and then it, it's very easy because you know these use cases go oh southwest oh lululemon oh yeti and and those are like big meaty well-established case examples. But but what I'm saying is down at the human level, like a lot of people listening to you and I, right, aren't they might be running the future Southwest, but today they're running the Southwest, uh, you know, that is still has one plane, right? You know, or two planes. So differentiating without going Instagram, TikTok, maniacal, goofy, weird, differentiating, but still playing on a a established playing field. So I think about like a basketball game, right? In a basketball game, the only thing you can do to differentiate yourself really is play well, get more points, win games, and give a poised, normal, Post game speech. Yeah, the other players were really good. Uh, we, uh, you know, we played a good game. I have a lot of respect, you know, for the other guys. In the third in third period, it really looked like we were falling behind, but we pulled. Po- coach pulled the team together. And we started shooting some three pointers from the line, and uh, you know, Kobe really, uh, you know, did his thing, and we we finished up with the win. Thank you very much. Thanks, thanks, Rachel. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the the the. the I think about a basketball game, right? You can't change the entire rules of the game. You can only play that game by the rules better. So, yeah, it, but, it,
1: but couldn't, yeah, but couldn't a basketball player just say, wait a second, you know, I really want to leave my mark here. I want to not just like blend in and just be one more freaking, you know, t- six foot eight or seven foot two, you know, basketball player. I yeah, want Dennis
0: Rodman. You're, yes, Dennis Rodman.
1: Yeah but, yeah, but Dennis was a freak. Okay. Right. That's what I'm saying. I understand, right. but, but there's an alternative to that. It's like, what if, what if one said, "How do I actually? How 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 am I going to actually leave leave a little more of a mark than just being a player?" Right? Yes. Great question. Okay.
0: Somebody put that up on the screen. How am I going to leave a little bit more of a mark than just being a insert whatever you do here real estate right. professional, investment banker, a, a server at Olive Garden, marketing coordinator. Author, speaker, doer, yeah. comp CEO, person. How am I going to leave a little bit more of a mark?
1: Yep. And the answer and, is, and the, well, and the and the answer is, is what can I do that's not already being done? What what void then, can, can I fill?
0: Can I add? Can I add? Just just not for your people, but for my guys. What can I do that's not already being done? That's not.
1: Crazy bananas. No, no, that is that is valuable. Like, let's add, that is valuable to to the people that I can be serving, right? It's like, what can I do? Is it, you know, is it, what is it going to be? It can be a variety of oh, okay, things. Okay, great. Yeah, because that's my question. All right, what can I do that's different from what other
0: people are doing, that is of value to the people I'm serving, but I'm already doing everything I can?
1: Bullshit. You know? Bullshit.
0: Okay. That's bullshit. 100%. 100%. bullshit. Now we're going to get, now we're going to get, now we're in the heart of it. So bullshit. just to set it up, just to yep. set it up, I agree with you. Yep. Well, I don't know the answer, but I admire the question. This is the question. What can I do to leave my mark on this situation, on this interaction, on the social interaction with people and uh, that is different from what other people are doing. That is valuable and in service of what we do. That, in parentheses, is not crazy bananas. Mm-hmm. You know, wearing a gorilla suit, um, crazy Eddie. If you remember Crazy Eddie,
1: I remember Crazy Eddie. I totally do.
0: That's <laughs> uh, not you know Crazy Eddie. Uh, you know, meth inspired uh, uh, crazy, but. What can I do that other people are not doing that's that's valuable to the people I serve? They can let me leave my mark, and I already feel like I'm doing everything I can. What – then how do I push myself further? What formula, what model, what perspective can I bring when I already feel like I'm doing everything I can?
1: Good. Here's here's the here is the secret sauce. The secret sauce, uh, is- ladies and
0: gentlemen. Thank you, David. It's been so good having you on today. Um, we <laughs> look like I'm getting the hook on time. Uh, today was brought to you by uh, <laughs> banana- David's barbecue sauce. <laughs> David's barbecue sauce, licking your lips until you sink in ships. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so the thing is, is this is complacency. Is going to undermine every one of whether you're in, whether you're in sales, marketing, branding, any aspect. So oh, but is, I have
0: I have five thousand guys right now who are not complacent. Like they're putting money. I get out, that. No, I get that. Putting, I get that. But they, they're, they're not complacent. No, I they, understand. They want their desire is high. They're well. You just just tell me what to do, Coach. Here's right? The deal. They're blocking every shot. I'm I'm posting up just like we didn't practice. They're blocking every what? shot. Where do I go in the paint to what? get some some baskets? Yeah.
1: What will what what will someone like a newbie coming onto the market that's going that they're looking around at the at the landscape and they're going, hmm, I see what's going on. They take an assessment of what's going on, and you're part of that landscape. They're looking at what you're doing, that what everyone's doing, and they're an innovator, and they're gonna say, Well, shit, how am I gonna how am I gonna disrupt it and, and, and upset what's going on here? What's gonna be their answer? That answer is what you now need to start doing. That's how you actually outsmart the system. You go, wait a second. So wait a second. But I've been disrupting. I've been innovating. I've been all doing this. Shit. Good. But there's always a next level. Michael Jordan didn't stop. He goes, bam, hey, shit. I scored all these points, dude. That's it. I'm done. No. He was like, okay, how do I raise it next? Raise it the next. Every great pitch man, every great brand, every great salesperson, every great marketing person goes, okay, I've hit this freaking, this freaking, Pinnacle good. That's not the freaking finishing line. That's the starting line.
0: Okay. So
1: happen. So
0: to make it hurt, because this is where the only place where we can get truth is out of pain. The next guy, I'm happy to do it for me, but let's just do it on you. If you, if it's too much. You mm-hmm. know, if you're like, hey, I didn't bring my asbestos underwear today. I'm just wearing dude. Underwear.
1: I I I brought I brought a fire extinguisher Brian, me, just in case I spontaneously combust it. So I'm ready. Bring it. Okay.
0: So the next guy writing a book on branding, right? David Breyer owns the space. Everybody who goes, Hey, what book on branding should I read? Read David's book. Right. In fact, in preparation for this, you know, 19 people sent it to me, uh, including you. So that's 20. It said, you know, read the book. So so you you'll have great position in that space. But the next guy coming up who said David owns the space. And then there's nine guys to the right of David. There's nine guys to the left of David. There's 17 guys just below him. Right. But I'm very passionate about this, this is the only thing I know is branding. I've done it, you know, successfully. What does that guy do to do a little bit more for, uh, in the, in the branding space, um, to, to leave his mark, Right and in service of companies that want to know more about branding. What does a guy right behind you do to to do better than what you're doing?
1: He's got to be really fucking smart. He's got to be really. He's got to be. A, he's got to be. Hurt. He's totally hurt. He he's gonna. He would have hey, to. You be, said it hurt,
0: but you didn't. You didn't say it was gonna like mess with my business.
1: No, the bottom. I would look. The bottom line is they would. They would have to. They would have to look. Right. At, I would say they would have to look at what are what other dots that can they help businesses connect that aren't currently being aren't currently connecting that anybody can actually implement and use. So it's like, you know, because there, there are bits and pieces and stuff like that. Um, that's the thing. That's that's in a, a rough snapshot. But that's what I would say. They would need to go, OK. So David's talking about this. Maybe, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like what Tim Ferriss did with like the four hour work week. I mean, basically, it was like he was talking about what he was talking about outsourcing. Right. So, yeah. you go, know, so he was like so you go, OK, four-hour work week. So, um, you know, he packaged that really well. OK, so maybe maybe someone needs to like repackage. But he brought together these different things and found a synergy where they existed. Someone would have to do that with branding. Uh, What that exactly is, I don't exactly know because I've already written. I've already had the outline for my next book, and and it's gonna, it's gonna freaking, it's gonna set your freaking underwear on fire, and your 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 underwear with freaking giraffes and gorillas and all kind of all those jungle creatures on it. That underwear, that shit's gonna spontaneously combust.
0: The uh, uh, fantastic. Hold on, let me just hold. Hold on, let me take a deep breath, which I don't do very often, and hold that imagery. (laughs) Um. (laughs) <laughs> namaste by the way if you do this all the time namaste mm, don't stop doing at least don't do that around here please it just i don't know how many people i can reach with that message but stop saying namaste um uh, david we'll, we'll have a f- we'll, uh have a few minutes left and we have yeah. to hit what is what is changing from so your book is out what is yeah. changing today in branding that uh, is hard to recognize, but because you're working with real companies and you're seeing it on the front lines of revenue, scaling companies, growth and money, what are the concerning changes which are going to cause winners and losers? So where's the risk for Lululemon? Where's the risk for Yeti? How could Yeti become a loser as much as they've done for their brand today?
1: They could be so freaking intoxicated with their own shit, and they think that, it, that they, they lose sight of the bigger picture, and they become like product centric. They become, oh well, it's our blah 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 blah. Oh, it's our this. Oh, it's our that, and they and they they lose touch with the fluidity and shifts of what's going on culture. But, but couldn't
0: you have said that you know in the time of the Roman Empire? Like, what is what is like what is what is this technology? Way. What
1: what I, technology? I, I, I have, why do we have one remaining Blockbuster in in uh, Bend, Oregon versus Netflix? Because Bend, because freaking Blockbuster was married to what? The wrong thing. They were married to their, their solution, and they lost sight of what was actually needed and wanted on, by the consumers. Netflix was married to freaking entertainment. Under that umbrella of entertainment, they were able to go from DVD by mail and make the shift and pivot to, oh, digital distribution to, oh, digital streaming to Oh, producing more original content than Disney or any other freaking programming company in the world. So uh, you have to have the right framework and context. And the, the risk for companies that are moving forward, especially ones that are successful, is thinking, oh, it's this thing. It's this product line. Bullshit. That product was there to serve your role as a brand in the world. What's the role you serve? I mean, like, look, like you, like, let's take you. So we got... We got Arn Claff. We got the Arn Claff brand. So you got pitch anything. You got flip the script. But the bottom line is, is you have a context of, you know, pitching, framing, closing deals, actually cementing these relationships, and driving money and getting doing deals that are like the stakes are high and it's like holy shit moments. Oh my god! But there's an umbrella under which you can move and pivot, and and there's so many facets to that. You didn't lose sight and go, oh, picture anything. That's it. There's nothing else. There's no more story to yeah. tell. So yeah. that's the thing. We we can get really my, my got myopic in what we're offering and lose our perspective if we, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as brands, as companies, if we get myopic, we'll lose. We so let it. me let
0: me try and uh, put that through my filter and tell you what I heard, which is when we run out of stories and it becomes about the the product and we run out of stories about the product and we're just iterating the next version of the, you know, of the cup, of the cooler. And, and we're focused on technology, but the founders are gone and nobody knows how to tell the stories anymore. Then the brand starts to drift.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, I mean, the bottom line is, is, I mean, if you were to take any of your, any of your, companies that you have worked with, how many facets do they have? I mean, if I were to say, okay, give me, give me, give me, tell me one facet of it. And you go, I go, good, tell me another, tell me another, tell me another. You are fertile, you are alive. You're able to inject those different vantage points they're all relevant and all meaningful. It's, they're not, it's not like well, there's only one note to that freaking thing. So,
0: so this, is, this is really uh, – now I feel like we're really somewhere meaningful, and it's interesting because we got there in an hour. The most meaningful thing to me, and I agree with, and the thing that I'm latching on is multiple vantage points. And by the way, that's my book, not yours. You're already putting out a next book. If you can't if, give if people, if the,
1: if the colors look like this, we need to have a conversation.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, fuck you! I was, mine is actually just going to say David Breyer on it. I want to actually, I want to actually uh, uh, sell books. Multiple vantage points. When I think about it, if you can't give people multiple vantage points. What problem do you solve? What technology do you use? What relationships do you have? What universe do you live in? Who's your competition? Who's your not, who's not your competition? Um, what do you, what are your values? What do you think is important? Where do you want to be in five years? Where were you five years ago? What are you doing now? What are the stories? Like without multiple vantage points, then you can't um, uh, you can't move with the changes where you have here's what i think where you have risk with your brand is when you're giving people one single vantage point on you and your product because i can come in take that away from you david can come in my seven-year-old can come in and take that away from you very narrow vantage points on what you do leave Uh, you vulnerable you don't, have you, a, one one, if you don't have a story on every we have a slide actually but um uh if, if you don't have a story on every vantage point by vantage points just so it's not so abstract abstract um uh, i gotta wrap up here but it, maybe you want to add but i think of like what are the economics what are the technology what are the relationships uh, what is the history where are we going what's so, the cult- what's the cultural impact what's the culture cultural impact great um uh, uh, w- what are our values? So these are these all can have stories underneath them. Uh, let's see what what do we spend money on? What do we not spend money on? And and what,
1: uh, and, and, and and what's going to be the ripple effect in the quality of life of your customer?
0: And, and 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 stories, yeah, quality of life stories of our customers. So that's a list of ten vantage points that you can have thirty. You know, three stories in each for 30 stories and that is an unassailable brand that you control. If you don't have those stories and those vantage points, I think you're at risk.
1: Yep. Love that. David, I'll give
0: you the final word or was that it?
1: No, I think I think you summarized it beautifully. I think you summarized it just beautifully. That was that's cuz it's true. It's true. The cuz the greatest brands if they'll be properly framed which gives them the fluidity to tell endless stories without becoming diluted.
0: Uh, uh, Beautiful. Okay. This has been the DealMaker Podcast. You've been here with David Breyer. He is very sophisticated about branding. And what I like about him is, you know, he's not going to say, you know, based on the strategic uh, poll of the market, what we're seeing is three different cohorts on which you can establish peer groups. And your avatar seems to speak to the 34 to uh, 50-year-old cohort if you factor in nationalism and geographic territories that are mainly West and left-leaning. The language of branding. <laughs> David, thank you for being here. Make sure to click anything that you can see that says <laughs> I subscribe. If it, as a matter of fact, if it says that was if the best call to S- action.
1: That was the best call to action I've ever
0: heard. If there's an S, click on that and see what happens. All right? Because we're not going to – I'm busy. I'm not going to email you 50 times and say, please subscribe and join the podcast. Just This is your chance, right? Either go back to the coal mine and do whatever you're doing or come with us. There's winners and losers. You decide which category you're in. I'm not, you choose. I'm not going to fix your life for you. You're either with me or against me. So (laughs) subscribe or don't. But if you subscribe, you'll get the following things. What will they get? (laughs) Yeah, um, you'll get less swear words next time. I know that's inappropriate for a lot of business places, but David made me do it. David, thanks for being here, and I will talk to you soon.
1: Awesome, man. Thank you. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening,
0: and be sure to stay tuned for more great content from Oren Klaff. If you want to get daily insights
1: and additional assets, go to orenklaff.com slash daily and sign up for a seven-day trial of The Daily Dealmaker. See you next time.